everyone, welcome to an episode of Action Pack Drunk Talk. This is Tadpole, and with me as always is... Hello, it's Drew Padoop. What's going on? And today we'll be doing a versus. On the card today, we have Rick O'Connell from the Mummy franchise versus Nathan Drake of the Uncharted series. Mm. Oh yeah. Both of you, uh, both of us are big fans of both of mm-hmm. these. Right. A childhood favorite of mine for the for the Mummy series. I watched, I watched the Mummy a lot, yeah. a lot when I was a kid. And then uh, my adult life, my PlayStation Three days, the the Uncharted series became one of my all time favorite series. And yeah. It was it was great, and I got you into the, I got you into the Uncharted series. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The first, uh, well, the only PlayStation Four I ever bought, it came with the Uncharted collection right. with the mm-hmm. three. And that's like, the one I told you. I was like, "Hey, get the one with the Uncharted games. You need to get these." Yeah, and that was like the first thing I played. Too. <laughs> yeah. I played like all three back to back to back. <laughs> yep. Before I played anything else. Yeah, they were, those are classics. I replayed those fairly recently. Because, uh, yeah, I got the I, I got the Drake collection. I, I played him fairly recently. Oh, yeah, you did. So, so good. So good. Never gets old. And, and it's still, like, it was so ahead of its time, those games. You know? Yeah, the graphics mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah. Like, it, it was a pioneer mm-hmm. in the gaming industry, for sure. Oh, yeah, definitely. So we're doing a versus talk here. So uh, we are, uh, we're trying to see uh, who would win in a fight. Uh, Rick O'Connell versus Nathan Drake. This is 100% opinionated. We don't have... Because for one, these are fictional characters. They do not exist in real life. Yes, Rick O'Connell is played by Brendan Fraser, who is a real-life person, but there is no such thing as a Rick O'Connell. And Nathan Drake is voiced by Nolan North. Classic. One of the greatest voice actors for video games of all time. Again, this is fictional. A completely opinionated. Yes. With no factual evidence. There's no concrete evidence of this. This is just... Our personal opinion. Our personal opinions uh, based on observation. And the 30 minutes of research we did prior to pressing the record button. Something like that. <laughs> on YouTube. <laughs> so here we go. Let's let's start with the measurements. Well, well let's start with... Okay. T, who do you got? T, who you got? Off the bat... I got Rick O'Connell. Rick O'Connell, okay. Mm-hmm. I got Nate. Okay, you got Nate. I got okay. Nate, yeah. Personally, I got Nate. So, what's the uh, tale of the tape? Are we allowed to say that? It's not patented, right? In UFC or anything like that? <laughs> <laughs> no, no idea. Okay, we don't have any money, so you can't sue us. <laughs> You're not going to get anything. Uh, but <laughs> anyway, we'll start with the measurements here. So we got the we we Google this again, like we said. So we got Rick O'Connell. Rick O'Connell is uh, at six foot three, uh, weighing in at two hundred ten pounds. And uh, what do we got? What do we got, Nate? And for Nathan Drake, he is coming in at five foot eleven and one hundred seventy pounds. Mm. That's pretty lean, right there. That is lean. Five five eleven one seven. I feel like it's pretty lean. Six three two ten. That's lean too, actually. I, I mean, if you think about it, like I think they kind of even out. I feel like the six three two ten has more more beef though. No, no, yeah. absolutely, yeah. More beef, and then I don't, yeah, I don't really buy the five eleven one seventy. Nate looks a little puffier than that, and they make kind of jokes of it in the game, you know. Mm. So whatever, that's what that's maybe that's what he claims. Maybe it's a sensitive subject. Well, 
I got Nate. I'm gonna support that. I got you, Nate. Of course, of course. <laughs> and then Rick O'Connell, you know, he had like, you know, like all of, like all of the drinking, then right, you know, yes, like whatever no. other like unhealthy diets that he has. Yeah, he's a, he's a big drinker. Sure, he was probably leaner when he was in the military, mm-hmm. but yeah, we know that Nate's a Nate's a big fan of the beer, though. Mm-hmm. Nate's a beer drinker. Yeah. Because we see him in Uncharted 2 with the, you know, he's remember he's drinking on the beach. Mm-hmm. And Uncharted 4, remember when you're at home, you get to drink beer. Yeah. And the, so we got those. Anyway, moving on to, so we got the their training, so to speak. Uh, so we find out in uh, The Mummy, uh, Rick O'Connell is, uh, was served in the French Foreign Legion. Yeah, the very first bit that we get in the first Mummy franchise. That's right, yeah. So he has military training. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, you know, all the above. Anything and everything you think of. Survival, weapons, hand-to-hand, yeah. knife, all that good stuff. Uh, whereas with Mr. Drake, good old Nathan Drake. Mostly self-taught. Streets. Self-taught yeah. or by, by good old Victor Sullivan, Sully. Yeah. Sully he, was in the Navy. Yeah, yeah he was. Right, he Sully was. was in the Navy, but, you know... Who knows what Sully learned, you know? <laughs> Sully learned some... I'm sure he taught him everything he knew, but, you know, like, I, I feel like something with fighting is, like, you, you, you learn it by doing it. Yeah. <laughs> you can only learn so much when you're, like, as to what you're taught, especially yeah. in the types of fights that they get into, you know? Mm-hmm. That's, like, that's for survival right there. They're treasure hunters. Mm-hmm. They're fighting some nasty dudes, you know? So that's what we got for the, for the training, so to speak. So mm-hmm. let's talk about who they fought. Who they fought. Who they fought. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Rick O'Connell, obviously in the Mummy franchise, he's fought a lot of mummies. Mm-hmm. These mummies supposedly, well, the the main bad guy in the first two mummies, mm-hmm. supposedly immortal, godlike powers. Mm-hmm. Now, when we were researching this, and we were already kind of having the pre-argument already, almost. Yes, yes, you brought yes. up the fact that he technically didn't really beat him. Nope. No, he didn't. He just got worked by him pretty well right. until Evelyn beat him. <laughs> until she Evelyn. was the one reading the spells. <laughs> he was just there making sure that she didn't die. Yeah. So he was there getting his ass kicked by uh, what was it? Imhotep. Yeah, Imhotep. Yeah. Even in like the second movie too, when like he got his powers taken away and he was just fighting him like one on one, he was he was well, still getting his ass yeah, kicked. Yeah, 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 it was gonna work pretty well. Yeah. Imhotep has those ancient ancient Egyptian martial arts. Shit yeah. Going on, you know. Yeah, but I feel like that's like another thing with Rick O'Connell. He like he just like his tactic almost is kind of like okay, I'm just gonna wait for you to get tired from beating me up so mm-hmm. much, and then once I see you're tired from beating me up, because he could take that's a beat. Why, yeah, because yeah. he knows how tough he is. That's the thing. Yeah. He knows how tough he is. He knows he could take a hit. Mm-hmm. He's been through the bad shit. Because remember, after that battle, remember after that battle, he was just in the desert. He walked by himself. He yeah, walked. Then he was in prison for like however long. Yeah. So after that. He's a tough guy, man. But remember, Nathan Drake is that tough too. Remember in three, after that amazing like parachute mishap with the. Remember after the plane? Yeah, he ends up in prison too. No, no, no. Oh no! In the no. desert. In yeah, the desert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember, he's just in the desert by himself. So, yeah, no, and then you you get into a fight when you find that town. You just get into a fight, and he had like no water or whatever. <laughs> yeah, he was like so, dehydrated yeah. for like how however long. Exactly. Yeah. So he he kind of has that. He's got that toughness too. Yeah. No. Yeah. He's got that toughness too. That grit. So. There's that there. And then uh, going into what Nathan Drake has mm. come across in the Uncharted series. We got the Nazi zombies from the first one. Yeah. There's a, the, the original Nazi. Like, they were actually Nazi zombies, right? Because mm-hmm. it, it was... Uh, yeah, right? Wasn't it Nazis? That, or was it in the second one? 
Well, it wasn't really implied that they were Nazis, but they were definitely like German soldiers. In the second one, for sure, there. those were Nazis. In the second one, right? Those I were for, those were for sure Nazis. I remember because okay. um, that that one dude was one of the Nazis and he killed his crew. But in, in the the first one for El Dorado, we're not really sure. But either way, they were zombies. They were zombies that he fought with an mm-hmm. MP40. Yeah. So he he's got the supernatural. He he's fought supernatural beings before. Well, then plus the in the there were supernatural dudes in the second one. Um, the uh, the guardians of the, the the tree of life. Oh yeah, those crazy dudes the, like the you, buff blue guys. Yeah, you would spend like two whole clips on them, yes. and they'd still be shooting at you. Yeah, and it wasn't until you picked up like one of their crossbows. Yeah, no, their crossbows, the, yeah, the golden ones. Yeah, the golden yeah. crossbow. That was like the only time you're able yeah. to kill those things. Yeah, like, oh, it was frustrating. But then once you get those, it's gold. But then yeah, that's the thing is like you only have so many shots and it, it's not the greatest thing to keep around. You just have to rely on your pistol. But it's good to have mm-hmm. in that latter part of the game. So both have experience fighting supernatural creatures. However, against the supernatural creatures, I think I think Nate uh, has more success. He, he definitely did, especially at the end of the second one when that giant giant like russian dude was all hyped up on like that like secret like sap of life or whatever yeah no he had the stuff that the blue dudes had yeah yeah yeah, yeah then nate had lazarevich yeah lazarevich yeah, yeah love nate, that guy. nate had to solo that guy yeah yeah he's one of my he's one of my favorite like video game villains dude victor lazarevich is his name victor i know his name's lazarevich he had the side by side that shotgun. Yeah, carried on his back. Yeah, what a badass! It's like, yeah, you're the bad guy, dude. Yeah, <laughs> you're the bad guy. You carry your shotgun on your back. Bald with face guards. Yeah, <laughs> got it. Deep, intimidating voice, yeah. and you only have like what ten speaking lines yeah. throughout the entire film. You're yelling the whole time. <laughs> it's like, yes, you're the villain. I see. Makes total sense. So that's what we got. What else, what else do we get into, T? So going into who they fought, now how they fight. Okay. One thing that we can agree on is that they're both brawlers. Oh, yeah. There's not a lot of finesse with how they fight. No, it's like it's like a... They're like the barroom brawlers kind of thing. Yeah. They have like a really like a like a bar fight style. Yeah, lots of haymakers, mm-hmm. lots of throw, just throwing their weight around. And headbutts. 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 <laughs> Rick O'Connell right. loves his headbutts. The headbutt. That's, that's like his hat trick where, oh, I'm getting my ass kicked right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll just headbutt him a couple yeah. times. When we watched the clip on YouTube when he was fighting uh, Jet Li in the third mm-hmm. mummy, he was just, mm, mm, mm. he just, dude, he was, he was nailing that, dude. Headbutts. But then Nathan Drake is also a user of the headbutt. Yes. We we saw that in uh, some of the cutscenes and some of the fight scenes that we would play, you know, at, um, in uh, mostly the third one, mostly the third one. I, I don't remember. I, I didn't do too much of it in the fourth one, but no, the fourth one had a lot of stealth stuff. Yeah, fourth one had more stealth stuff. But then even when I would fight people, I didn't really see the headbutt too much. I saw it a lot though in the in the third one. So, like you said, very similar. It, it's not so much mirrored. It's almost. I feel that Nathan Drake is just, uh, just a like a salad bowl of all those great adventures you see in the movies because he came mm. after all those guys yeah indiana jones you know rick o'connell i feel like you know i feel like nathan drake is is just a, a collaboration of those dudes you okay. know he's like both of them put together only I don't know. just not as smart 
Mm, it's hard to say, man. I, I feel like he's just as smart. I feel like he's. I feel like he's smarter than Rick for sure. Oh no, absolutely. I think he's smarter than Rick for nah, sure. Yeah, Not absolutely. smarter than Indy, but I think he's tougher than Indy. So I think he has the best of both, mm. but one like Indy is still better at something than Nate, and Rick is still better at something than Nate. Yeah. So I think he's more flawed than those two. But he definitely has their good qualities kind of thing. And I think that's what they base him off of. Yeah. yeah. So, but I still got Nate in the fight. Nice. Okay, okay. <laughs> still. <laughs> but we'll, we'll, we'll talk more about that. So we talked about the fighting styles. Uh, weapons. Let's talk about choice. weapons. Yeah, so Rick definitely loves his pistols. Mm. His dual pistols. On All that the time. He yeah. always he's always has two. <laughs> When, when the 1911s run out, that's when he just drops those and he pulls out the revolvers after that. It's like, and those seem to have more ammo than the 1911s. It's weird. He just he just kind of sends them off. Da, 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 da. Yeah, I know John, John, John Wu was somewhere in the background. <laughs> yeah, just like, like, guys, this is what you should do yeah, in, this, just in this shootout. Repeating, repeaters. Just da, 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 da. Badass. And what else is badass, Duelies. too, is that crazy lever-action shotgun that he Oh, has and the second too. one. No. Yeah. So that was one of the reasons why. Uh, so uh, as a kid, we talked about this earlier mm. before we before the, uh, we started recording. But I, I asked T. I said, "Hey, uh, you know, which which, uh, which mummy did you like better when you were growing up?" And you said, uh, "Yeah, growing up, I liked the first one more than the second one. And now it's not really that I like one more than the other, but now in my adult life, I can appreciate the second one a little bit more." Mm. Because I had that like that like weird drunk uncle I had one time at this family party, and that was playing on the TV, and I'm just there. Which mind, one was playing on the uh, TV? The second the one. The second. Okay. I'm just there minding my business, watching this movie. He sits down next to me, and he's like, "Man, these movies are never really that good. The sequels." I'm like, "Okay, Uncle Frank, whatever." He gets up, he starts drinking with everyone. Probably towards the end of the movie, he like crashes down on the couch next to me, and he's like. Man, Josh, this movie's this movie's so shitty, man. Like these sequels are all so shitty compared to the first ones. I'm like, all right, Uncle Frank. <laughs> <laughs> so like, whenever like I think of the Mummy Two, that's always what I like, kind of like <laughs> <laughs> think about. It. Which is why I always held the first mummy in like a little bit of a higher regard. <laughs> Uncle Frank's one. right, bro. He's just like, fuck. <laughs> it's when you're a kid, just like, yeah, fuck sequels, bro. <laughs> fuck sequels, Uncle Frank. Let me get a beer. <laughs> I'll agree with you. You let me get a beer. Like, <laughs> I got you. Yeah, I got you. you. Know? I got you. <laughs> that would be my. That I would. I would have the same opinion too. Like, yo, Uncle Frank, let me get a beer. Yeah, too. whatever you say, just let me get that beer. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> my my for me is vice versa minus the the funny uncle story unfortunately mine's a lot more boring i don't even want to tell it anymore <laughs> That's, that sucks like mine sucks in compa- i just liked I, I liked the second one more as a kid because of, he had that lever action shotgun which is what we were gonna get into I don't even want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm trying to make up an uncle story right now. I just can't relate one to The Mummy 2. So <laughs> try and forget that and we'll get into what I'm talking about. Yeah, I like the second one more because he had that lever action shotgun from Terminator 2. So I was like, oh, wow, that's badass. He's, he's using the lever action shotgun from 
Terminator 2. And then I like the whole sequence of him rescuing Evelyn, you know. Yeah, with from, that double-decker bus. Yeah, scene. yeah. I like that. That was really cool. That was, uh, it was very, like, through and through. Like, they go rescue her. They just, shots are flying. Boom, boom, boom. He gives her a gun, and they shoot their way out. They get the double-decker bus, and they're still shooting their way away and everything like that. Yeah, then, so, like, those three mummies are, like, sprinting yeah, out. Yeah, those are scary as shit. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, they're up there, like, climbing on the building. Yeah. Dude, that was crazy. So, yeah, that, like, for that sequence alone really was why I liked, uh, why I liked the, uh, it's like, oh, and then, you know, they came to their house, and you see, like, they have this big-ass house, you know, yeah, from the that, treasure like, that they man- got. Yeah, that mansion. Yeah, that mansion. Place. And then, uh, there was that, um, we'll go into this now, you know, that fight scene where, uh, that, that dude throws that poisonous Egyptian S at him, and he just catches it. He throws it back, and then the dude, the other dude, throws a knife. He throws a knife at him, and he catches it. I was like, like, "Oh, you can never throw anything." (laughs) Yeah, no, no, yeah, he's gonna catch it and throw it back at you. It's kind of, it's kind of like remember in Rush Hour One when Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker were talking about their dads. Mm -hmm. Jackie Chan was like, "Oh, my dad catch a bullet with his (laughs) back." Yeah, it's too bad Alex didn't see that. He could have said, that. "Yo, my dad cut a knife and an Egyptian S," but, <laughs> but yeah, just like that. So Rick O'Connell, right there, godlike reflexes. You don't really see Nate demonstrate shit like that. I mean, to that extent. I mean, you know, in the games, you know, he'll fall from a cliff and then to grab on and something. That's mm-hmm. that's you know, if you if you want to deduce it, that's like yeah, san- you, similar reflexes. Yeah, that's yeah, like, that's a reflexes and that's a dexterity too, being able to just like have the finger strength. Yeah, and well, like forearm strength. That's to a do grip that. strength, dude. Yeah. yeah. So with Drake, he's got that. Yes, I know he's a video game character. Like I said, this is opinionated. We're just we're just talking. We're okay. talking about them as if they're real people. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. So we we talked about that. What so we got weapon choices. Yeah, so Okay, so let's talk about Nate Nate's weapon choices, right? Yeah, so we see in mostly well, starting off you all start off with a pistol. Uh-huh. Now granted it's kind of a different pistol every time, right? All the time, yeah. Yeah, and then but in the cutscenes you typically all see him with a pistol too. Mm-hmm. Yes. So there we're able to be led to believe that he prefers a pistol also. Mm-hmm. He just sticks with one. <laughs> yeah. And he gets through the whole game with it. Just based on the cutscenes. I mean it's a graphics thing and then it's a it's a user thing um in uncharted 4 i feel like that's the only one where they incorporated uh the long gun that you picked into the cutscenes. yeah because it doesn't matter which one it, it just showed he had it strapped on him in the cutscenes, and that was a user thing but everything else you just really see him equipped with that pistol so like you said it's safe to say that that's his preference and we're, I guess, we're just led to believe that he made it through yeah. this entire adventure with those pistols. Yeah, with yeah. the pistols. Hey, what do we know? I mean, it's possible. Sure, it's possible. You know, it's possible. Yeah, I know. So we'll we'll go and say that semi-automatic, uh, semi-automatic pistols is are Nathan Drake's uh, weapon of choice. And then uh, Owen Four. Remember when uh, when Helena comes to to his his aid? Remember she just had a pistol for him. Oh yeah. Yeah. So. That's the weapon of choice for Nate. Keep it simple. Mm. Keep it simple, you know? Mm. I know Sully taught him how to use a rifle, but it's... You gotta be mobile. Remember, in, in the Uncharted games, Nate's, Nate's just the... Yeah, he's running, he's jumping. Parkour. And, yeah. Just 
all day parkour. Yeah, in. yeah. You, you you need you need to be light. You're gonna be doing a lot of running, a lot of jumping, a lot of climbing. Yeah. So, there we go for weapon of choices. Competence, though, we didn't really talk too much about that. Right. Competence again, since Nate's a video game character, it's on the wielder of the controller, but competence i mean we, we've seen what do you think we were watching youtube videos of like oh like no hits taken perfect run throughs and that so mm-hmm. you know obviously nate has hands yeah yeah, yeah. very clearly nate has hands one thing that you brought up that was a really good point was that you see mostly in his fights he's using the environment around him yeah like in that bar yeah. scene, yeah. in the third one, the yeah, third one. yeah, in Uncharted Three, you know, he's like slamming the dude's heads against the bar top. You know, he's uh-huh. like yeah. he's like picking up the glasses yeah, and the beer balls yeah. and throwing it Boom. at him, yeah. you mm. know, hitting him with it. So, yeah. you know, it's he has that very big adaptability, which yes. is another thing that we were talking about too. Yeah. Is how he's very big on improvising and he's very big on like just figuring things out as he goes. Yeah, he's adaptable, is what yeah. he claims. To, he's self-proclaimed adaptable at least in the, sec, in the second game whereas O'Connell on the other hand O'Connell is just like let's shoot it out yeah. shoot it out or we'll fight it out whatever like I don't really have a plan <laughs> so at, at least with Nate when shit hits the fan Nate had like he can he can really like figure something out yeah especially like on the floor. yeah he can really too. figure something out whereas O'Connell is, is just like a the planning's left to Evelyn. Yeah, exactly. Evie, Evie does yeah. the planning. 100%. He just kind of like, oh, I'm just the fighter here. Yeah. Like, I'm the trigger man. Yeah, he just executes yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. All right, so we've got, I guess, as much background as as we can get to. Mm-hmm. So So let's set the stage here. Yeah. Okay, let's this. set the stage. So two, two obviously fictional characters mm-hmm. who, you know, this would be a pretty <clears throat> ambitious crossover right? if anyone were to make this happen. Mm-hmm. But how would you say that they would actually cross paths? Mm. Well, I mean, their, their common interest is treasure, really. So right. Rick O'Connell, he, li- he loves treasure, whereas uh, Nate, it's more about the find. Nate is a history buff. Yeah, yeah. He, but you know, he he does this because you know for treasure. But it, it's it's more about the find for him. So yeah, you got to find it and then put it in a museum. Put it in a or, museum or, or yeah. sell it. You know, yeah. whatever you can get more money off of. Yeah. You know, like he's not really about recognition. You know, he, he just it, it's more on a personal thing for him. Like yeah, the find and the credit. Yeah, the find and the credit. Not, and not then, even really the public credit, just that personal. Yeah. It's like I found this. I'm yeah. the one who tracked this down. Exactly. Because he doesn't get the legal, he doesn't go about the legal ways of like the digs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then Rick is just, he just wants his pay. So, you know, I guess the the situation here would be, you know, they're, they're just both on the same, on the same uh, hunt. Both on the same hunt. Yeah, they both land on the same, uh, on the same location. Yeah. So let's see. What do you, what should we, should we, is this a jungle hunt or is this a desert hunt? Let's, let's start with one of these. I, these are kind of like the more common like treasure find areas that we can do. Like, well, we see uh, Rick O'Connell spends a lot of his time in the desert, right? You know, since mostly he all of his adventures are based around Egypt. Well, the second one, remember, they were in an oasis. That's they a, that's were jungle. In the oasis. So that was in the middle of a desert. Yeah, but, but it's still, it a, jungle. still a jungle. Okay. So let's pick a let's pick a ground first. Let's pick a ground first. Jungle or desert? Oh, we'll see. 
You pick jungle or desert. Okay, let's go with let's go with desert. Okay, we'll go with desert. Okay, so yeah, because remember Nate was in the desert too. Remember in the third one, mm-hmm. so that's why it's like that's why I wanted to pick one or the other. They both experienced one or the other. Okay, so we got the desert, got the desert. Uh, they 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 find same thing like in the first one. Like there's a uh, there's ruins and stuff like that that go underground, go underground, and then they find. Same. We'll we'll go with the first. We'll go with the first mummy. How about that? We will go with the first mummy. They find those ruins, and they're in that like that treasure room. Remember that treasure room? Oh yeah, the one yeah. where like Rick O'Connell like shoots the mirror. Yeah, where he <laughs> shoots the mirror. Yeah, exactly. They're in that treasure room. He shoots the mirror. O'Connell shoots the mirror, and he sees Drake in there. Mm-hmm. Are you in there? He was like, "Hey, bro, what's up?" Now here we go. Shots start popping off. Mm-hmm. All right, shots start popping off, and and yeah, they're both by themselves. We'll just say that. Yeah, 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 it's just a two of them. They're both by themselves. O'Connell, we'll say O'Connell has his his shotgun, right? He starts Mm. popping off with that. Drake's just got the pistol. So what do we got? We'll we'll say that. We'll say O'Connell has the high ground because he just got there. Whereas Nate Nate maybe had some night vision goggles and he was just in there in the dark, right? Mm. So we'll say that, right? Shots start popping off. And then he has to get rid of the shotgun because it's not really a good good weapon for where he is. And then they go pistols. He's going mm. duallys, right? He's going duallys. Yeah, yeah. They're probably chasing each other in like a circle. Yeah, you know, firing, moving, firing, moving. Just doing that kind of like Resident Evil Vendetta. They're just, <laughs> <laughs> just spinning around, shooting yeah. each other. Yeah, conveniently <laughs> hitting each other right in the yeah. feet. Exactly. Like Some of you might not know what we're talking about, but it's okay. It doesn't we'll, matter. We'll, we'll review that movie at some one point. day. Yeah. It's hilarious. It could happen though. Not really. It's stupid. I I was super entertained by it though. Anyway, they're doing the same thing. Da, 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 shooting in circles, right? Shooting they run out of ammo. Who gets the first hit? Who gets the first hit? I will go with Drake. Oh, really? I, I, I will go with Drake, honestly. Yeah. I think he's fast. I think Drake's fast. Mm-hmm. Well, bit, we'll go back to the measurements here. So Based he's 5'11", 170 versus a 6'3", 210. He would, I mean, just based on paper, he would have the speed advantage. Yeah, then just he would have the speed based, advantage based on stature too. When you see uh-huh. like when you see O'Connell fighting, you know he he's just very he's very sturdy. Mm. He's very mm. well, not really pick and choosy with his shots, but he's very like he's stable. Okay. He's he's very he has a wide stance yeah. and his hands are up. Yeah, you, you can really see his mentality is like if I'm gonna hit you, you're gonna drop. Yeah, and it's like he, it looks like he's ready to be hit. It doesn't really look like he's trying to avoid any hits. And you know, in the fights in the Mummy, he gets hit all the time. Oh yeah. So he's really kind of like I'll. I'll Take what you can give me, and then I'll just try to give it better, kind of mm. thing. Whereas Drake, Drake doesn't want to be hit. He just wants to kind of like move around you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He really just, tries to take his angles. Yeah, get the and, angles exactly. Yeah. Get the angles. Okay, I agree. I agree. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Nate gets the first hit. I'm thinking like a like a real quick body shot, like a ha, <laughs> you know, just like a like a oh look over there, bah! and then just like a like a body shot, and then just starts attacking the body, and then maybe like. Some some to the head, mm-hmm. but then I think I think after taking a couple of those hits, I feel like O'Connell gets like a headbutt in there or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. He yeah he's there absorbing everything, yeah. and finally he like sees that one opening. He's able to like get him into like a quick clinch, grab his shoulders, grab yeah, his elbows, yeah. in, and just yeah, just kind of get a headbutt, yeah. throw some shots in, and then. I'm seeing, dude. I'm seeing Nate grab like a piece of treasure or something. Just go, bop, 
just like bop them on the head. Yeah, like a broken piece of stone. Yeah, anything. Just like just getting a hit on them, just like that. So that that's how I see it. And to me, that I see that as the done deal. Mm. I see that as the done deal because it's the soldier in in Rick. You know, because we talked about it earlier. Nate's use of the environment is him being like kind of like a street kid Mm. growing up. Whereas O'Connell, O'Connell has that soldier, like he has that soldier's honor still. Right. He, I feel like the way, even though that's like some dirty stuff, headbutting and he knees people in the nuts and shit like that, but he still has that kind of like, this is combat. This is combat, like this combat, we're soldiers. So it's like, what in front like you are in front of me i'm gonna use what i just have on me and i'm gonna beat the shit out of you whereas with nate is just like this is survival i'm trying to get paid so yeah and then it's just just a matter of like whatever you have on you whatever's in front of you that's what we're gonna deal with to fight mm-hmm. whereas with nate nate is just yeah, he's looking around, seeing anything. And yeah, it's just like I'm trying to, I'm too. trying to get paid, and I just want this treasure. You're in my way. Yeah, it's like no harm, no foul kind of thing. But you're trying to kill me, so <laughs> I'm gonna get you first. Yeah, dog. exactly. Right, yeah, nothing personal. Yeah, exactly. So that that's why I guess it's it's more of just the mentality of it. Mm. Um, I feel that Nate has the more survival mentality because that's what he's kind of grown up with his whole life. Yeah. Granted, we don't hear too much about Rick O'Connell's child life. No. We know he was an orphan. That was it. You know, I don't know what his upbringing was. Sure, maybe it was similar. Maybe the writers at Naughty Dogs uh, based Nathan Drake off of rick o'connell maybe that that's the childhood that they envisioned rick o'connell went surely they were mummy fans you know come on who wasn't you know dude the mummy's great so maybe that's what they envisioned you know young rick o'connell's life to be like was that's how they wrote it for for uh for nate yeah so maybe it was the same either way it's still like the way that nate thinks compared to rick Mm -hmm. um and that's why I still stand by based on you know everything that we've talked about. I still stand by my decision. I think Nate takes the fight. Okay. I think Nate takes it because of that that whole survival mentality. He has had that mentality his whole life growing up. It's just do this and survive or not. Mm. Kind of thing. So it's just and it, it it's just a means to going forward. It's just all about going forward for him, you know. And and, that, and that's yeah. So I still got Nate. So for you, before we talk about your decision, the fight, the way that it plays out, because we kind of played it out in my scenario, let's play it out for yours. So in which case, let's say that it does go out that way. Nate picks up that piece of stone, he picks up that piece of treasure, Hmm. gets that really good hit. I could really see Rick summoning up that soldier strength mentality Mm. in him. You know, Mm. Nate thinks he won, he's like, ah. Okay. Uh, then he goes back, you know, do he goes back to leave, he you know, goes back to doing what they're doing. Yeah. That's when you know, we see Rick start to get up and then uh, that's when he goes in. Uh-huh. You know, because that's kind of like what you were just talking about. You know, uh, he has that survivor mentality. He was an orphan growing up. Uh-huh. That's all we know about his childhood. Uh-huh. So, you know, he was in the military, he uh-huh. was in prison, 
No, he's survived. Well, he was in the French Foreign Legion. French Foreign Legion. Those <laughs> yeah. are those are some badass those, dudes. Those are the bad dudes. They're some badass dudes, yeah. man. French Foreign uh-huh. Legion, those guys are tough. The people that train them are like from militaries all over the world. Mm. The best military units all over the world. So, yeah. No, yeah. 100%. Yeah, mm-hmm. so with that and then it's it's the thing that like we we we've joked about all the time whenever we watch Mummy Rise of the Dragon Emperor. Right. That they call him Ricochet O'Connell. Uh-huh. Because they never called him that in any of the other two movies. Nope. But that's that one thing that his kid brings up. He's like, yeah, you're Ricochet O'Connell. You get beat up. You get tossed around. But yeah. some way or another, you always come back. True. And yes. You always no. get back up on your feet. So that's what I really see happening. Mm. That Yeah, no matter how hard Nate hits him mm. and how many times he hits him, uh-huh. he's always going to get up and then just dish him right back. Yeah. And then, when it gets into a matter of endurance, that's uh-huh. when I see Rick O'Connell winning. Okay. Okay. No. no. Okay. Yes. We can take the stamina into effect. That's mm. true. Because that's that's a soldier thing. Yeah. Like, what do they have you do? They just make your ass run, you know? Any type of boot camp, dude. That's the full-on... With, like, 40 pounds of gear yeah, on your with back. Gear, yeah, with <laughs> gear... <laughs> On your back, just forty pounds on your back, and then what you're wearing on your vest is another forty. And then you're carrying another twenty uh, to fifteen pound rifle. Yeah. Especially back then, his day that rifle was probably like twenty pounds because yeah, yeah. it was wood and metal. Yeah, wood and metal is yeah. solid wood. Okay. No, no, valid, valid point. So, yeah, that's, so that's my thing on that. So sticking to it. I'm still sticking to sticking Rick. Sticking to it. Okay, so you got Rick. I still got Nate. Okay. All right. So. So you heard it. <laughs> You guys can say whatever you want in the comments. It's not really going to change our opinions <laughs> because we already recorded this. <laughs> and like we said, we already made our decisions. So and, uh, and, and, and these and this is a drunk debate too. Yeah, mind you. So you know, drunk thoughts are the purest thoughts. Mm. So rest assured that I really do think mm. Rick would win. Mm-hmm. And my I, man Jupiter really thinks I 100% think. My man, Nate Drake, will win. Drunk thoughts are sober thoughts. That's not how the saying goes. No, no, no. Drunk words are sober thoughts. That's what I said, dude. Sure. Uh, what? That's what I meant. And, yeah. Uh-huh. Anyway. You heard it here, guys. Yeah. Anyway. Closing out, closing thoughts. <laughs> closing out. Let's close this out because clearly my man Tadpole doesn't know what he's talking about right now. Oh, of course well, he's he's kind of he's lost. Of course not. Closing closing thoughts, T. Um, perhaps at some point during this fake fight that we've wrote out for any possible producers to make for us. Mm. <laughs> Maybe at some point they'll realize that they're after the same thing. Oh. Become mm. friends and then end up finding a common enemy. Ah. <laughs> also yes. that. They, they, they're in turn fighting the same bad guy. Yes. Maybe Emotep rose from the dead for a third time. <laughs> Uncharted 5, Uncharted 5, Uncharted 5, Rick O'Connell the and Mummy Nate 4. Drake. <laughs> <laughs> the Mummy 4 and Nate Drake appears. Make it happen, guys. This is what the fans want. Yes, sir. It's two fans telling you what they want. Yes, please. Let's do it. Maybe then they'll realize, hey, let's be friends instead. Yes, yes. And they won't have to fight. 
We didn't really want them to fight. This was just like... This is just for our entertainment. Yes, yeah, for our entertainment. And your entertainment. Since yeah. Hopefully you're listening to this. And hopefully you're entertained. If not, what's your fault? <laughs> you should have just stopped listening. Anyway, I'm going to close this out. This is Action Packed Drunk Talk with Droopadoop. And Tadpole. You have a good one, everyone. Thank you for listening. Peace.